I didn't expect to be able to record again today. So, if I knew it earlier, I wouldn't have recorded the five stories thing. <laughs> anyway, since already done, I just leave it there then. Um, so um, okay, this is a new uh, another documentary that I watched few weeks ago. It's um it's called Extreme Brat Camp. This is uh it's camp for those uh kids that are troublemakers lah. Like they they are problem problem child uh. Rebellious kids are basically all these young kids. So um, the kids that are into this camp, I mean they are they are forced into this camp. Obviously, they won't go themselves. Uh. Usually, the parents force them into this camp. Um, yeah, as young as as five. Five above, no five years old. So they sent to this camp. I don't know what kind of kid that that can <laughs> can be so extreme at five years old. Anyway, um. So this this documentary they show a few camps ah. So one of the camp is called Camp Consequence, Con- Consequence yeah Camp Consequence. Apparently it costs like uh two thousand bucks. Then they they have a different program um. Usually it's only on the weekends. You can send your kid every weekend, and once a year right they will do this thirty day camp thing uh, Just once a year, thirty days. I think you say it costs around two thousand bucks uh. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, this camp consequence is run by a, a former U.S. Marine soldier guy lah. So, so basically, they are really they treat the kids uh, like like prisoners. No, they really shout your face. You go in there, and they shout your face, like screaming in your face. No, like directly in your face. Like it's it's a bit disturbing uh, to see like adult shouting at kids' face. Like, and the kid really young. They're like seven, ten, like that. It's it's a bit. <laughs> it's like borderline abuse lah. Like, maybe it's a bit abusing, but. Anyway, it's the parents that want to, them to be there. So before before you attend the camp, you I say you are the parents, right? You are the parent, or then you have to attend a weekend conference. Um, and also you need to attend the camp, uh, with your with your kids. Miss, because the guy was saying the 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 U.S. Marine guy, he was saying like you know a few some camps, right? You just leave your kid there, then you drive home. You don't care. But this one, they want the parents to be there so they can they can see it together, and I think if the parents is there, right, the they they the they say it's like more effective, like since uh the kids know that the parents are looking and stuff like that. Okay, but um, but if you are a parent and you feel like it's too extreme, right, you can leave any time, right? Um, the the guy say that the the marine say. He will. The on the only thing he will do right is just like he will. He will ask you to ask you to work out Ask you to do stuff, but he will not touch you lah. He will not physically abuse you. Maybe like <laughs> emotionally abuse okay lah, but not physical. That's that's uh, what he guarantee lor. So um. So the first day they go in, then yeah, the kids have to do. They have to. They really like prisoner lah. They wear the same color jumpsuit like all the prisoner. Then they have to do all this physical stuff. Ah, they do push ups, sit ups. Like it's five year old, seven year old kid. I have to do push up and stuff. Then what they doing, right? The adult, the the there's there's like a few instructors lah. Like quite many of them ah. What they will shout in your face, say, do it faster, don't stop. Then they cry and say, if they cry, the kid cry. They say, suck it up, you know, you <laughs> stop crying, just do it. Like, hello, he's seven years old, you know. <laughs> So anyway, there's um you know first day I still got some rebellious kid right. So there's one weird kid no this guy, this uh one of the inst- con- instructor like like 
shouting at his face there then he keep answering back then other adults see other instructors see him uh, all come and like sort of attack him uh, like surround him and shout at him say you better watch out uh, better um, watch your attitude you know you're gonna you know you're gonna have fun here uh, all that kind of stuff then when he say when he get get insulted like that right, assaulted I think um, he was like he suddenly he go mad and like go crazy you know he say like oh uh Oh, why don't you whip me with your chain and what uh, attack me you can even kill me if you like like he went <laughs> he became a creepy guy la. like he, he into SM or what he like um, I'm sure you're gonna have fun like just, just whip me with your chains stuff like that it's crazy it's quite creepy la. it's a bit disgusting la. until uh, one, one the, the main guy the US marine guy he came la. he said he say, son, son, calm down, like, relax, <laughs> like, talk to him properly, you know, say, say, oh, say, but he say it very nicely, because all the while, he, the first thing he go there, you know, I mean, the kids go there, they get shouted, 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 like, mad, and then suddenly this guy, like, become a nice, nice cop kind of thing, a good cop, so he speak nicely to him, saying, like, um, you know, you just, you just need to listen to what we say, when you, if you listen, and you just follow, then you don't need to go through all this shouting stuff, what, yeah, then the kids say, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I will follow then he then I read the comment now you see like how how the kids will follow more if you you talk to them nicely rather than shouting at them like that I think yeah it's quite true la. how can you shout at all these kids and it's not like they they very extreme or what la. I mean um okay uh this uh some la, some quite extreme la. okay this 10 year old kid right they interviewed the mum no say um, ask the mom why why you send your your son to the interviewer. Ask the mom why you send your ten year old kid to this camp because it's really really extreme now the camp. So they say, uh, his son ten years old already controlling the house like he got suspended from school. He don't do his work. Then say during the last vacation they went right. He was like shouting f you f you, <laughs> in the swimming pool until they got kicked out la. So he he say he he cannot take it there. Uh. Then another parent so so they show like uh the first day first day you know like shouting at the kids so right then one of one parents one set of I mean one parents one set of parents anyway the father and mother are like the mom was like crying or you know, crying to the uh the marine the US marine guy he say like oh I didn't know it was so I was I didn't know it was this extreme I wouldn't have like he feel like his son got assaulted nah he say uh. He say like, so not used to seeing your son getting violated like that lah. Like, uh, not with it's not physical lah. I mean like getting shouted and lah. So I think can bring home lah. So they, it's quite a terrible situation honestly. Like they they give them all these kids like they sleep in the in the tent outdoors. So um, it's like um. National service kind of tent? Eh, no, I don't know. I've never been national service. La. But it's like military. La. It's like outdoor. You build a tent. Then you sleep inside. That's all. But they never show what is inside the tent. La. The tent is not quite small. And it's like uh, maybe... Let's say... Can fit into adults and that. So the first day... The next day lo, of the camp consequence... Um, what they do is they... They let the, ask the kids... To pick up garbage at the highway. Then... Uh, this ten year old kid also make make problem uh, like like don't want to pick up uh, Ask him then their punishment is always push up uh, So ask him to push up, he don't want uh, he just he just plank like that, then he don't want to move. Then the same marine guy have to kinda of talk to him, say, you know, you do this, do that. Then um 
Then another one is they they need to go to clean up uh uh firing firing range. So what they they clean right the parents uh is there supervising them lah like oh ask them pick this up pick this up so they have to they no try so they cannot answer back man because in front of all these uh all the instructors and stuff right so yeah. So they are forced to listen to the parents. Uh, basically, I think they want them to like obey lah, uh, just be obedient. Okay. Um. So um after the weekend, right? The girls, cause the the camp is mixed. Ah, uh, girls and guys also inside. Girls and boys lah. Uh. So the weekend, after the weekend, the girls and the parents get to go home, but the boys have to stay for thirty days. Then it's like terrible, cause they really let you see um all of them together in a room in a in a in a hall. Uh. Then the the boys, the young boys, all seeing like their sister and their mother going back, going off already. Then not taking them. No. Then this kid was like crying. Please take me, take me. You know, I I won't. I will listen to you. Then the mother say, no, is you just you have to stay because because I don't know why. I don't know why because you're a boy or what. So you have to stay extra thirty days. So you cannot imagine. I cannot imagine me being in that situation where. You see your mom and your sister go back, then you have to stay there with all these crazy marine guys. I don't know how helpful is this in the long term, ah. Hmm. That day they show that they had to uh clear the fields under the sun during the hottest day in the summer. Like I don't know, like, it's abuse, lah. It's really abusive. So they show another camel, like um, uh. This this camel is like run by a black. Black like a, he's an officer or like an army guy. So same type lah. So this military kind of guy, a very disciplined guy. So this camp is even worse. They let they ask the kid lah to carry this big log and do squats, you no? Know? Like carry a log and squats. So this little boy ah, this little black kid was crying like say, oh, he's in pain lah. I cannot do it anymore. Then the instructor say, ah, you in pain lah. Then the kid say, yeah, yeah, in pain. They say, yeah, that's how your mother feel when you disrespect her. <laughs> How is this the same? Then you are saying like, so uh, so now now you know how your mother feel, right? And the kid said, yeah yeah, I know how she feel. Then <laughs> he said he he the instructor said, so are you gonna stop disres- disrespecting her? Then she said, yeah yeah yeah, I will. Then then he's still crying, no. Then the guy said, yeah, suck it up, <laughs> continue doing. <laughs> crazy man, this is crazy. So this camp, right? This other camp, not the camp consequence, ah, this same log camp. They keep them up until four a.m. You know, like they have to do stupid drills until four a.m. Like carry this log lah, climb here, climb there lah, do hike, hike here, hike there. Then until four a.m., they let them sleep for four hours, and then wake them up to continue doing again. Then like they're hiking up a hill, holding a a huge bag or something like that. So this same kid lah, the one that crying with the log, he, he was complaining to the cameraman. I said like, uh, yo, my feet hurts. I don't even know what time is it. Then he looked really tired, no. He looked like a drug addict guy, no. His eye bag is huge. Then he like, you know, this drug addict keep rubbing the face, right? Yeah, he's, he's he looked just like that. It's just a kid, only. Anyway, then the documentary like like showing um, uh, I think they asked like uh, I don't they ask who lah. I forget what is it about. I think they asked about uh. How effective this this kind of stuff is, lah. But then, this guy say no. Actually, it's 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 not really effective because he say ah, uh, he say if you force someone to do something, right, it will never work. So really, you are forcing them all, what? Right? But 
they say this this kind of camp their mantra is always to force them to do something they don't like you know? but eventually if you keep forcing them to do something they don't like when they have their own freedom right it's gonna gonna go the other way around and it's gonna go worse that's what he say lah but who knows right anyway apparently there is like uh, thousands of allegations of abuse over uh, other camps because this camp right it's not really regulated man. it's like private so it's not like the government know what you're doing there's no it's not very strict lah. I mean there are, there are camps that are shut down because really got abuse lah, like uh, bad abuse and stuff like that so uh, this guy that said uh, using force won't work he said there are there are kids right that are, are already like 30 years old and 40 years old like almost 40 and they still have PTSD and nightmare over these programs you know, when they went as a kid so it's not like it's not like really honestly I think it's not safe at all I don't know why the parents sent them there so they, then the documentary showed there's another type of um, alternative child intervention industry uh, where if you if you are parents right if you are parent and you you are you let's say like you you don't have the heart to send your kid to this camp right you can call this group of people then they will come and take your kid away from you but you need to sign a document and sign say I'm I'm giving the custody to this group of people <clears throat> so this same lah, they are like military guys also, and they will go to your go to your house. You no, know, they won't tell you when. I mean, they tell the parents lah, but the kid won't know when they will come and just take you away. So if you are if you like struggle, right, they will handcuff you. Like really treat you a criminal lah. <laughs> so um, they show this mom. This mom was like asking them to help ma. Cause say you know what he say? She say she said that um, he want the son to go because the son the fifteen year old son stays all night gaming and won't go to bed and won't go to school just because of that you send her to to a military camp and it's one year no so uh, they're showing this guy was sleeping then the mum just let these two uh, red skin <laughs> redneck looking guy I know this bald, bald skinhead guy two of them uh, and they just go in his room and he was sleeping topless no? you can see his nipples so, so this chubby kid like, with, uh, it's almost like that Korean chubby kid like, like nerdy nerdy with specs and stuff so he, he was sleeping then he asked them he these two guys coming and say okay you follow us now he say if you are you bet you must follow us uh peacefully lah if you want to if you want to run away we're gonna handcuff you like you know scare him a bit and then the kid was like oh no no I will just follow I'll follow so this kid stunned lah, like just just like that you had to go away from your house for one year for just because you play game and and uh don't want to uh don't want to go to sleep early. Then, then he was in a, he's in the car. Lo. Then the mum was like outside the car, no, like the window there, apologizing to him, crying. The mum crying. The mum is the mum's the one that called. Then the mum is crying, say, you know, uh, sorry, but I have to do this. Then the kid was like not looking at her, just look straight, stone faced, no, like really. I think it's traumatizing to him, and I cannot, I cannot imagine. Uh, uh, so he got sent to a, a ranch, like like some ulu kampung place or that. And apparently, this kid already went there quite a few times, lah. The 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 instructors don't know him. The instructor was saying, like, you know, some people will come a few times, like, even there, like, just not only him, lah. That that camp itself, like, there are kids that came like two three times before. Yeah. So this lady was saying, like, he sold her house just to put her son in this camp, 
and your son already went there like four times and not working <laughs> obviously it's not working right why you go and sell your house for this it's crazy <laughs> maybe like this lah so after like 30 days then they show low okay the the the, the marine the, now he now now is back to the camp consequence the other camp they don't really show they keep, they keep showing the camp consequence so after 30 days the marines call the kid call the boys the boys are in then yeah parents around and they hug and it, it feels like things are okay lah. but the parents have to attend weekly meetings lah, but they never say for how long anyway the, they interview that same 10 year old kid um, from the camp consequence the one that make trouble during the pick up garbage thing he say um, the interviewer asked him say in his house asked him if you ever if he's ever gonna go back to the camp then he say what he say uh Maybe like in four or five years, <laughs> he say. Then the guy asked why? Why he say like that? He say because maybe he is gonna probably hang out with the wrong people, and he gonna go back to the camp. Then it's very weird like, like he, he he actually know he's gonna hang out with wrong people. Then the interviewer asked like, why 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 you assume that you're gonna hang out with the wrong people? He say because he's just trying to fit in. Oh, it's kind of sad, right? Then documentary end. <laughs> Never show like how successful or how many people actually have to go back to the camp. Okay. So since we're talking about kids, right? It's not related lah, but I recently listened to this uh Chris Jericho's Chris Jericho is a wrestler, ex-wrestler. So he he, he got a podcast where he interviewed a bit like Joe Rogan lah, interview famous people but a lot of wrestlers uh, his podcast but also got some musicians and actors and stuff like that so he was interviewing Vanilla Ice the, the guy that wrote Ice Ice Baby because um, he was saying like hey, you Vanilla Ice you are like the uh, pop icon of the 90s right? like 90s or people know it's him then he said yeah 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 it's quite true he said since then Vanilla Ice said you know, since the invention of internet right there's no longer like an iconic uh model in whatever era since after the birth of internet yeah think back yeah it's quite true no you see uh, in the 70s right we got pop uh, not pop lah we got like like iconic band like Led Zeppelin eh, no, no the 60s I say 60s right 60s we got Beatles we got Rolling Stones we got the Doors then they got their own you know got their own hairstyle the mop hairstyle uh, they got their own fashion they got a the hippie fashion uh, those psychedelic stuff then you know the woman that time in the 60s they got their own hairstyle you know this uh, Audrey Hepburn kind of hair this very neat kind of hair like I don't know I got curl a bit and stuff like that and then in the 70s you got Led Zeppelin uh, Deep Purple the who then the fashion was like bell bottom uh, uh, bell bottom is like don't know it's like 60s 70s like, it's, it's like related to the hippie man then to, towards the late 70s right they got the disco fashion or they got like um, I think it's like Bee Gees era I think Bee Gees 80s or 70s mm, don't know lah maybe late 70s early 80s so like, like late 70s right they got the disco lah you know that uh, how to say what kind of disco fashion is that a lot of glitter lah I, I assume <laughs> then they got the afro oh yeah then they got um, they got this pompadour hair lah no Elvis Presley hair cause 70s ma. So it's very iconic, like you see this fashion, you know, oh, that is 70s. You see this fashion, oh, 60s, 80s. We got, you know, iconic bands, Bon Jovi, ACDC, Eagles, Phil Mac, 
then the the eighties fashion is like Madonna, right? Eighties fashion is always very big, big clothing. Uh. The clothes always oversized. Then it's very colorful. Then women wear a lot of shoulder pads, uh, a lot of huge shoulder. So you see that kind of fashion, huh? Eighties, yeah. Then ni- at least nineties, we got Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Pepper, Blink One Two, Green Day, all that kind of band. Even we got. Like if you're not into this heavy band, you got so many famous pop band like uh pop groups lah. I mean boy bands are boy bands, Backstreet Boys, Insync, Spice Girl, all that one. Yeah, it's from this era, right? But nineties fashion is a bit more, more relaxed. I think a lot of jeans lah, <laughs> jeans and t-shirt. But then also, cause it's bling white too, so it's like three quarter pants. You know this this uh uh eh uh. To nineteen, yeah. Linkin Park and uh, Limbiskit. I don't know. It's two thousand or nineties. I think it's like late nineties, ah. So you know, you got that kind of fashion, ah. A bit more, almost modern, really. So that's the nineties. But two thousand, right? You ask ask people like, oh, what's your what's the iconic band in the year two thousand? Because two thousand, okay, internet came like around ninety six, ninety seven. It became mainstream like ninety seven, I I think. Like start to be in houses, but in the two thousands, right? Like most, I think a lot of house, uh, have internet already. So, so two thousands, it's not very clear. Like what is the iconic band? Uh, maybe uh, what? Maybe rap rock that time. Lah, Linkin Park was big. No, in the two thousand, early two thousands. Then, uh, yeah, then like late two thousands, right? It's. Late two thousand, I don't know what happened. Maybe not the the emo emo punk thing start coming. Yeah, I think that's late two thousand. Yeah, correct, correct. Late two thousand is where where punk and emo became big, became mainstream lah. Like uh, panic at disco for boys or become uh what is that lah? My Chemical Romance. Yeah, those those time lah. That that band is like considered <laughs> iconic. But most people don't really know them. Also, like it's no longer as iconic as like Bon Jovi, Led Zeppelin, or. And in two thousand tens is one word right? It's worse lah. Like you really don't know what's going on already. Like you wear you you wear what you what fashion you wear. They know that oh that's two thousand tens fashion lah. There's no more already. What? So I was wondering why 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 um why how can the inter- internet I mean the invention of internet I mean internet become mainstream right? Then why there's no no longer an iconic fashion lah iconic band anymore. So is it like because. Because of the internet, right? So every era become one. Like you can research on any era, where whenever you want, whatever you want. So you can choose. Like I say, oh, I I feel like I like sixties fashion, so I wear more sixties. I like seventies. I listen to more seventies band, stuff like that. Then, like everybody, there's no longer like oh I have fourth. Cause last time you know, radio play what song you need to listen. You no choice. I need to listen. Sixties they play Beatles. You got no choice. I need to listen what. You got no other station, ma. So keep listening to Beatles, Beatles. So you become a Beatles fan, no? Nineties uh, also, what we I have to wait on radio, uh, for whatever song you want to listen. Ah, uh, there's there's no choice to listen. Like I I'm in the nineties. I want to listen to a sixties song. I cannot find also. Ah, uh, impossible for me to find without the internet. So now, right when the internet is there, right anytime I want to listen to whatever era, I can listen, and we are not tied to a to a era anymore. That's why there's no longer like. The band of two thousand ten, like two thousand ten, always play the same song. No, no more what unless, yeah lah. You listen to those Lady Gaga stuff like ah uh, yeah, ever man. Then, 
yeah I feel is that because of that then there is no longer like a uh, iconic fashion uh, or, or music anymore because everybody is doing their own stuff there's there's not they're not tied to like everybody to list because last time okay for example media also like very limited last time there's only few few places where you can you can get your fashion and music you either buy a magazine or you see a newspaper that's all but internet you can see anything everything then about like bands right why most modern bands are like, you don't even know what they look like because of spotify ah. i <laughs> no like this is my point of view ah. like okay for example i listen to like every year like i listen to like almost i can just average lah, like thousand new songs ah, from from like hundred hundred bands hundred new bands ah. and I, i i really some songs that i really really like like really into it i can listen non-stop But I'll never know what they look like because I don't have to, right? Because I don't care. <laughs> Man, there's I mean nowadays people don't really watch uh, music video anymore. I assume that it's me lah. I don't watch music video, so I kind of assume that everybody don't. That's why, like we had a competition. I had we just recently had like a small competition with a bunch of my friends. I mean, in a group lah. They just send like pictures of bands. And most of the new band, right? Nobody can know the names of the band because they don't know what they look like. Uh, I think it's kind of sad, lah. You know, but it's it's um you cannot avoid, lah. You know, it the internet it's like that, lah. You you have to take the good and the bad, no. So there is no longer you cannot be an icon of a era anymore. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's that, lah. Bye.